Everyone knows Thomas Jefferson to be one of the forerunners of American democracy. As the author of the Declaration of Independence and third president of the United States, you can't deny his political contributions have had massive impacts on the country that can still be seen today. However, there are many lesser-known sides to Jefferson, things that the general public aren't aware of. Deep in the recessions of the Library of Congress, our former Secretary of State spent years tinkering away on a device that would become the first cryptographic system invented in the new nation. Jefferson is not only a founding father, but also the father of American cryptography. The cipher system he created is known as the Jefferson Disk, or the Wheel Cipher. Or the Bazarhi Cylinder, which I invented. And who are you? I am Etienne Bazarhi, inventor of the Bazarhi Cylinder. You've probably heard of me as the person who broke the Great Cipher, the one that held the secrets about the man in the iron mask. Turns out that's not the only thing I did. People usually credit Jefferson for the creation of the Wheel Cipher, but I invented it independently 100 years later. Mine was better, though. Can you really say one was better than the other if you came up with essentially the same device? There are differences between the Bazarche Cylinder and the Wheel Cipher. They're not identical. Well, let's bring in Thomas Jefferson in and see what he has to say about this topic. You can't have a discussion without hearing all sides of an argument. Why am I here? You're asking me about the Wheel Cipher? I almost forgot about that thing. Honestly, when I came up with it, I didn't think it was anything special and didn't realize how advanced it was for its time. Why did you create the device in the first place? I really didn't have much background in cryptography, but I had always been interested in innovation. It was 1795. The US needed a way to safeguard our communications from France and England. I was playing around with different codes and just ended up coming up with the wheel cipher. So how exactly does it work then? There's 36 numbered wooden disks with a different arrangement of the 26 letters of the alphabet on the edge of each disk. The disks are stacked on a little rod and the cipher key is the disk order, which both the sender and receiver must know. For example, disk three, followed by disk nine, followed by disk 28, and so on. The disks are rotated vertically to spell out a message and the sender sends any other row of text on the disks that is not the message. The recipient organizes the disks and rotates them until the encrypted message is spelled out and then finds the plain text message in another row. It will be obvious what the plain text is because it would be the only non-gibberish line. My cylinder had the same basic functions except it had 20 disks with 25 letters instead of 36 disks with 26 letters. You just admitted our devices work the same way. So why do you keep insisting your invention was better? Mine was actually built. You didn't even construct your wheel cipher. You just drew up plans, stored them, and never touched them again. Bazari brings up a good point. Jefferson, why didn't you implement the wheel cipher into use? Yeah, Jefferson. At the time, I was in correspondence with Dr. Patterson, a mathematician from UPenn. He knew more about ciphers than I did. He sent me a letter in 1802 recommending me a cipher system that I thought was more practical and convenient than the wheel cipher. So we started using his system with our foreign correspondence. 
Did you not realize your wheel cipher was exceptionally more secure than Patterson's? The wheel cipher was actually remarkably advanced for its time. I didn't know that. Like I said, my background in cryptography was basically non-existent. I just thought my wheel cipher wasn't user-friendly because exact replicas would have had to be made in order for communication to occur. And it's not like mass production was a thing yet. Bazarit, did you... How did you see the potential for your cylinder then? I served in the army and was then hired by the foreign ministry. I worked hard and eventually landed a position in the Bureau of Cryptography in the 1890s. At that time, the French were using these weak official ciphers. I really wanted them to implement the ciphers I created, so I solved the ciphers that were currently in use to prove their shortcomings. But of course, it's pointless to prove a cipher is useless unless you can offer a better method. Was the method you proposed to the French military your cylinder? I created some other ciphers first involving polyalphabetic systems. They were unfortunately both rejected for being too complex, but it's not my fault the other military officers can't understand my advanced mind. I was advised to create some sort of apparatus instead, something as simple that a cipher clerk could operate. So my cylinder was born. You keep saying your device was superior to mine, but to my knowledge, it was never actually adopted into practice by the military. Am I correct? Um, you are not incorrect, but several bias inclinations from higher ranking officers made my proposed cylinder doomed from the start. The rejection of my cylinder doesn't actually speak to the quality of it, but rather the Marquis de Vergy's hostility towards me. Who's the Marquis de Vergy? He was the captain at the time I submitted my cylinder to the Military Cryptography Commission in 1893. Unluckily for me, the Vrachi was the, also the creator of the cipher system currently in use that I had cracked and revealed its faultiness. Of course he was going to try and sabotage me. He was just mad I had outsmarted him a couple years prior. What methods of sabotage did he use exactly? I'm pretty sure there was no sabotage. Didn't the Vyahri actually find some sort of solution to the cipher? Wow, how did he do that? He pointed out some flaws in Bazaris' design. A major problem was that the order of the alphabet on each disc wasn't totally random. For example, one disc alternated its letters between vowels and consonants. This lack of randomness allows for the creation of patterns in how things get enciphered, making the codes easier to crack. The second main flaw in Bazari's design was that the order of the disks can't be changed within a message. Because there are only 20 disks, the sender can only deliver a message 20 letters at a time. The sender must re-encipher the message every 20 letters while keeping the key, the disk order, constant. Someone intercept intercepting the code could exploit the patterns created by this defect and figure out the order of the disks. I've spent my whole life denying these attacks on my invention and I am not going to change my mind anytime soon. My cylinder is flawless, despite what anyone may say. Deviary was able to uncover some sort of deficiency, so kudos to him. Bazari, you should admit that your cipher system isn't perfect. A cipher has to be complicated enough so it won't be broken. Also, a truly intelligent person is able to accept defeat, even if it's over a cherished piece of work. Poppycock, my cylinder is indecipherable. Sure, whatever you say. Well, I'm confused. If Deviary was able to point out weaknesses, 
Why do some historians praise my wheel cipher so much? You have to remember that for the time period, your idea was actually very advanced. This was a pre-telegraph era. It's particularly unique because it's extremely secure for a device that's so simple to use. Were you aware of the fact that the wheel cipher served as the basis for systems used by the U.S. Army in the early 20th century? Yes, the proof of my device's excellence can be seen with its adoption by the United States during the First and Second World Wars. You're just furthering my argument. My cylinder is far superior. Actually, I would argue that Jefferson's invention is more impressive. He came up with his idea almost a hundred years before you, in a time with far less advanced cryptographic technology and with almost no knowledge on the subject matter. Okay, stop arguing. I want to hear more about this U.S. military stuff. You're saying that my plans were actually used practically? Technically, my cylinder was the catalyst for the M94. Your plans weren't even discovered until Parker Hitt had already improved upon the cylinder and the army adopted his ideas. That's all semantics. Tell me more about the M94. And who's Parker Hitt? Hitt was a colonel in the army, and he was experimenting with my cylinder and decided to create a similar apparatus. The new device was christened the M94. Hitt even wrote, This device is based, to a certain extent, on the ideas of Commandant Bazakhi of the French army. Now think about, now that I'm thinking about it, he basically created the same exact thing as I did. Letter discs around a row. Wow. The only difference is that the M94 was 25 discs with 26 letters each. Is the M94 still used? It was used throughout the First World War and the beginning of the Second. It fell out of use during the early 1940s. Military officials claimed its weaknesses were no match for evolving technology, which I think is preposterous. The Bazarhe Cylinder is still the greatest cryptographic invention to ever exist. Hmm, yeah, I wouldn't exactly go that far. That's great that my wheel cipher was able to actually be used by the country I helped found over a century later. I'm honored to have been able to play a role in aiding the United States during times of great crisis. It speaks to the longevity of your cipher and how ahead of its time the invention was. If only you had built and implemented the device when you had thought of the idea, who knows what impact it would have had on American history and foreign relations. I wish it could have been done, but it would have been too difficult to manufacture. You can come up with plans for something, but without the technology to construct said thing, the plans are virtually useless. You can't forget my contributions. Luckily, the technology available to me was advanced enough to make it possible for my cylinder to be built. Without my cylinder, the M94 would not have been created in time. As no one would have known about the wheel ciphers, Jefferson's plans weren't found until after the First World War. Yes, your efforts are duly noted. And, as the saying goes, great minds do think alike. <laughs>